0: That's why you tapped out at the end. That's why as well, soon as you done, well, you're like. Oh, oh, oh. Well, here's oh. the
1: thing. Here's the thing. You've taken the, <laughs> you've a centrifugal force from the top of your head to the sole of your feet, and it's compressed in this one moment. All of that, all of that energy, all of that, all of the the the, 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 the hormones and anything else you can. You compress it all in one space and it shoots out of those smallest motherfucking pipe you can have. And I ain't talking about your pole in itself. I'm talking about just your urethra gland. That shit comes with centrifugal force. Wow. And That's exhausting mentally, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually shit. And if you pay for it financially.
2: are live welcome to hardly initiated where real men talk real shit and you're tuned in with the greatest the greatest and the latest today tyshawn jackson and my co-host ryan catches what's good ryan
0: yeah what's happening man but look i can tell already before we even kick this shit off you got a different energy about you You ready for this one
2: (sighs) all right man so let me go into this introduction here man because right now what we have is a very special episode here we probably have the number one most influential man in my life. I got a leader, a coach, a father, a husband. I mean, the titles really go on. A businessman, an entrepreneur, an investor, a pastor. I mean, what has this man not done? A doctor.
0: OG of OGs. The OG of the
2: OGs, man. <laughs> this, is my, this is my coach growing up here, man. Um, this man has brought me on to a lot of, uh, introduced me to a lot of new things in my life, a lot of... Um, information and perspectives. Very blessed to have you here man. We got Lloyd Morrison on the platform today brother.
0: Welcome
1: to the show man. Hey gentlemen 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 it is a pleasure to be here with you beautiful gentlemen.
2: Yeah. Today. Yeah Let so we, we, we about to get to it man. Yeah I'm excited hey, about man. this
0: one because Tyshawn my boy man and um, as I got to know Tyshawn it's I mean unlimited amount of stories and perspective that I get secondhand <laughs> from you. So to, I know you, Tyshawn's mentor, but through Proximity Man and Conversation, you've also become one of my mentors as well, man. So very excited to have you on the show.
1: Man, I'm honored. I am honored. Um, to be coin mentor is a, is a huge responsibility. And um, we need more mentorship within our community, one. And a lot of people get it, get it twisted thinking when you hit 25, when you hit 30, like you don't need mentorship. Nah, man. You, you need mentorship throughout life because there is someone that has gone on before you. That bridge builder is the one that is to give you the tools to help you to be better than they were when you get to that point. Um But it's a huge, it's it's a huge honor and it's a huge responsibility. Uh one that I do not take lightly. However, um when you You when you when you when you have those that you don't reach, you know that that becomes uh, a little troubling to you because you you, you've had the success story, so you got a blueprint, right, right. But see, this is the thing: every individual that you seek to mentor has to be willing to be mentored, and that's in any realm you want. But that person has to be a willing recipient. Willing recipient, they have to be. You know, open to to getting it, and it's because sometimes mentorship is uh, a it's a it's a it's a hard thing to to do, to be, and to and to exist in. Uh, when you're talking about shaping and changing one's lives, but man, don't get me to talking much. No, months. you good. No, Listen, wait, mean, wait, you know. wait, yeah, wait, he
2: wait, on a, he on that, he on yeah. that yak. goddamn it. Right <laughs> now
1: too. So this is <laughs> so about to be an episode. <laughs> it's about to be. <laughs> That's hey.
2: intentional too. I put that yak in front of him. Cause hey, I already we, we knew when well, the hey, student we, is ready to teach you. We back,
1: we, we in the, we in the backyard, you know, we in the, look, oh, yeah, it's yeah, Sunday oh, yeah. dinner, baby. That's what it is. That's what it is. And you know what I'm gonna say to you, right? though, like next time, like we have COVID is, has, has done a number on us all, but, um I try to get it. I tr- we try to do it monthly, um, to have dinner w- with with our kids at the crib. Right. So, uh- Definitely, man. Next time we we get dinner going, like definitely open the call Yeah. Oh, it, I'm, it. So. I'm
0: definitely coming. Yeah. It's, 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 Shit, it's, we might bring the whole set up, that motherfucker.
2: <laughs> 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 hey. First Shit. of all, we've had many pod. That's the original podcast uh, location. Yeah, goddammit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah.
2: when I tell you, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. It's you know, as as a young man grows up, he needs he needs mentorship in so many areas of his life. Like so many areas of his life are abstract until there's a blueprint, like you said, put in front of him. I'm talking about as it relates to, I mean, we, we can just put it all under the categories of wellness, wealth, and women. I remember yeah. when you very first, when you met me, I was just going through, I was like a troubled ass little kid. I was yeah. going through a lot of shit yeah. when you came into my life. And it was just a lot of shit going on that I really didn't, I had no real like foundation or basis to handle. Shit going on in my family. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit going on in family. A lot mm-hmm. of shit going on. A lot of yeah. shit going on family. Hey,
1: what, what, <laughs> what better shit to have than family shit?
2: What, the, what better shit was, to that have? Rough.
1: That was rough. It was.
2: It was it, rough. it was. it was very rough. And you know, you came in my life, and it, while all these things were happening at once, sex was being newly introduced to me, family problems was being newly introduced to me, women were now being newly introduced to me, um, a lot of these societal pressures, and and I, I was using you to. I leaned on you, and you know these wide range of areas. You the first man that told me I, I, as a man I need to know a lot about a little bit um or a little bit Don't I'm sorry it. a little bit about a lot. Yeah. And um I, and you live by that <laughs> shit. I you know, so the thing about it is this that's how I know this going to be a great episode because I man it's it's it's, it's some things that I want to talk to you about in particular. Run it. Okay. Let's, you in yeah, particular. Let's get, let's get it kicked off. Let's get this shit kicked off because when you know, you're one of your other protégés. Wait, but-
0: wait,
1: wait, wait. Let me put this disclaimer out here real quick. So listen. <laughs> Uh-oh. Anything that I say right now is my absolute truth. However, I want anybody that's viewing this years down the line, when I go back into the political arena, arena I want you to understand that it is my truth. But I am a man and I am fallible. So please Gauge me because you are not my judge. But gauge me based on the great intent of my heart and not what my actions have brought forth.
0: That being said, yo, wait, wait, wait. where the r- fuck did you learn his camera presence at, though, right. like, You look like you are a politician. <laughs> you man look directly in the cameras and th- gave a, a whole set. eye contact guy. <laughs> so,
2: with no fucking social media, by the way. <laughs> so,
0: He's going
1: crazy. So, yeah, man, boy. So, so real talk. So, so when I ran for the when I ran for Stonecrest, like I, I ran for, um, for mayor. Or what, what was it for uh, city council? Wow, I um, was the campaign. I'm, I'm a was polici- the campaign manager. I'm a poly side. <laughs> I'm a poli side criminal justice. You know, undergrad major, right? Um, it's always been. I, I got. I can attach it to a couple of things. My goddad was a city commissioner. Was the very first politician that I was, I you know, ever able to be around. And I watched him go through his losses and I watched him go through his wins. I watched him crash and burn root to the good bros. But, um, like, it's always been intriguing. So, anyway, when I decided I was going to run, I was like, yo, I'm going to get, I'm going to get the guy that I know has a social media presence that can help me to make sure that I'm not only tapped into the environment in which I knew, which, which was the, the high school and beyond, you know, realm. Um, I said, but I, I need to go get him. I went and got, Ty, Ty brought me a whole team. Mm. And he was like, pop. So like how much you want to spend on it? I was like, man, like for real, because th- here's what I knew. And then, and then I, I know we are, we were already off. But so I knew I was running a, a rig race. Because I shared with Ty, I was like, hey, look, so I know Jason Lowry. I said, I know the background on how the city came to be, you know what I'm saying? I pointed out, like, you know, this one, you know, roll with him, roll with him. And I even confirmed it when I went to him and I sat with him. I was like, hey, so you backing somebody? And he did the politician dance, like, right. nah, you know, <laughs> just holla at me. You will move on. So I told Ty, I was like, Ty, I'm not finna, I'm not finna dump more than uh, fucking 10 grand in this shit. I said, and I don't want to spend 10. Ty said, shh. Pop, we can, uh, you know, maybe like five. You know, we do a lot of social media. Man, this dude, I do, shh,
0: he, went <laughs> he went to work. Went to work. set up like. Ty.
1: Listen, Ty was like, Ty, so.
2: it was like a, it was like a Bernie Sanders kind of campaign. Like we, yeah, we yeah, had a community was, behind it was,
1: us. It was real grassroots. So, so like, <laughs> so like at this time too, like I'm running my, I'm running my construction company, and I'm full head of steam. I was, I was in Texas. And some place, I was a, I was a few places, but I'm flying ties like yo pop, so we gotta be here to do this, da 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 Like I'm like, shit. I'm, uh, right, look, I gotta fly. Like one day I left a debate early and hauled butt to the airport to get back to where I needed to be. But the short of it was is that um so yeah, nah, I'm not a real politician for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up like Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm not, whoa, whoa. I'm not grabbing anybody in their crotch. You're not grabbing them by the pussy. No, 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 no. Let me be very clear with you. If I come at you, I'm trying to grab your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a soul, I'm a soul snatcher this is, no,
2: hey, no, that, that, that shit is true you, you damn sure are a soul snatcher As a matter of fact you, you kind of went in a little bit Into your background and when I, when I told you I wanted to ask you some things I didn't know What I realized is I, I never really Heard you speak too much On your, your upbringing especially as it relates to your Pops right because you're uh, You're a man now that's uh, I, would con- I would consider a traditional man I mean, you're good with your hands. You know how to make bread. You can take care of your family. You're gun will man. You carry every shit. The shit probably on your hip right now. It is. So the thing about it is, it's like you know, having all of these traits. Let me know how how was your father, your relationship with your father, growing
1: up? Wow. Um, so therapy is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning that in my in my in my latter years. But my relationship with my father, man, was was a strain until I was like 22, 23 years old. My dad was a hard dude. Like he was a hard dude. And what I mean to or to to paint that picture for you, like my dad was military. And uh it was a shit ton of us. I'm the youngest of 21, bro. Oh my God! Your dad had twenty-one kids. I'm the youngest of twenty-one. That's crazy. So fertilizing at, eggs. So at, so at any point in time, man, I, and and like you think 21 is a lot. Like you, like we, my mom, they didn't even scratch the surface.
2: All with one woman.
1: Yeah. No, it's two women. Okay, but, but they, they didn't even scratch steal. the That's surface, correct. bro. Okay. They didn't even scratch the surface. Like just in in my in my home alone, you're talking fifteen people. At any given time, you're talking about bunk beds along every wall except for the closet wall, and then sometimes you're in there two to a two to a bunk bed, head to foot. People don't know about that
0: because we, you know, our generation, well, we, we wanted two kids. That's it. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, now nah, my folks took that literally and they went and did their part. You know, being you know, being going forth and being fruitful. Well, shoot, when I buried my dad in 01, he had 68 grandkids, 24 great-grands, 13 great-great-grands, and, like, six great-great-great-grands. It was crazy. Huge family. Yeah, and it it only multiplied. And, you know, when my mom died, it was it's well over 100 grandkids. In fact, like, so me and my brother started this thing where we um we still do family reunions, but... You get my siblings and great, you know nieces and nephews together like we we have family in our own so we started this family dinner we usually do it Thanksgiving, um, but we moved it to Christmas this year and uh, we're gonna do that man we, it, we, I'm anticipating at least two hundred people you know what I'm saying just direct descendant. Wow, so so
2: your dad definitely he built <laughs> he built a damn he built a bona fide family. And w- w- when you look at the relationship with Junior, how was, I mean, with 21 so, kids, what, I mean, what was his
1: bandwidth? Yeah, I mean, how, his, how involved really was he with you? So, yeah. So when I came along, man, my folks, I'm a the product of old parents. So when I, my dad was 55 when I was conceived, my mom mm, was, my wow. mom was 46. Um, so when I came along, like there was nothing for them to really do. I had older brothers and sisters that were already sure sh- And that was the fucked up part about it. So my brother showed me all the wrong shit. My sisters tried to curtail what they could. And then you just got self-exploration that takes takes control of the rest. So when you think when you think about me like to paint to paint a picture for you like to grow up and for, to grow up with my dad like I was a kid trying to figure it out for myself one because I knew that most of the stuff I saw my brothers do was wrong. And then I thought the stuff that my sisters were trying to show me was a little bit too soft for the environment which I was in, because I'm trying to jump out the porch, and you can't jump out the porch, and you ain't first off, you ain't even live in my house, and you saw, right? Like throwing hands is the thing that you start early, like you know, <laughs> guerrilla warfare. Yeah, we biting and gouging eyes, you know, whatever <laughs> it takes. <laughs> <clears throat> and being the youngest, I got it all. Like I didn't get the. I I had one birthday, one birthday party. I was nine. My sister Alfreda, she's she's deceased now, but she's nine years older than me. Same day, same time, nine years apart. She was eighteen, working at Walt Disney World. She bought a birthday cake for the both of us. But it was this was the only birthday party. Like it was too many of us. For my dad, if he didn't do it, whatever he did for one, that's what he was gonna do for everyone after that. Now, I, I, as, the, as the youngest, I kind of got a little, some different things. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, my siblings raised me. My folks were the, you know, ruling authority. But my siblings raised me. Uh, my dad was so abrasive. My dad would shoot at you. He would throw bricks at you. Listen, <laughs> My dad was so hard. And, I, and, I, and, and here's some of the reasons why I mean, he and I. Like, I was so tuned out because I saw how he dealt with my siblings. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm good on that. Mm. So, because I, I knew right from wrong. Like, anybody tell you that a kid doesn't understand right from wrong from the time they 10 on through, they lying. Yeah, they understand and they feel it. They Wrong, because wrong feels bad. It, it hurts. It makes you feel bad. Right? So, like, my dad was, yeah, like, he he wasn't supportive of athletics, like, we boxed, we ran track, we played football, basketball, baseball, whatever he wasn't fucking with none listen of that. my dad, my dad watched me play football i've been able to be on a in pop Warner
0: <clears throat> my dad wouldn't even pay for it my goddad paid for it uh, to to be honest coach Mom, i'm very shocked i'm i'm shocked by that not 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 because i i you know i'm unfamiliar. I would say I'm shocked because, one, I'm unfamiliar with with that, uh, you know, lifestyle growing up. But, two, because you had such a big influence on Tyshawn and another one of my buddies who we actually had on the – another one of Tyshawn's and our buddies who we actually had on the show, another one of your mentees and sons, uh, said Mm -hmm. said Cedric Cooper. So I'm I'm trying to understand, you know, if you grew up like that, and that's the the household that, you know, the the grooming that you've experienced, how does all of a sudden – you have this major hands-on impact on these young men like Tyshawn and said. And even, I mean, you even refer to them as sons. Because it definitely takes the
1: village. So I had, I had a lot of other influence. I had influential men in my life. And that's where,
0: <clears throat>
1: excuse me. And that's where, that's where my mentoring comes from. Like I lived in a time and I lived on a block where, Anybody was subject to put their hands on you if you was wrong. And if you was right, every last one of them from the Pringle household, the Watson household, the Parker household, the Williams household, whatever household, like, you, if you fucked up,
0: you got fucked up <laughs> by everybody. <laughs> the, whole the whole neighborhood. Yeah. I mean.
1: And if you did well, like, they supported you. And that took a lot because my dad wasn't an educated man. He, he dropped out of school early, and he started having kids early. He lied and got into the Air Force like he didn't have that. But it was other men in the community that had more education, that whatever, you know what I'm saying? Now, my daddy could fix anything with his hands. He had his, he had his, his, he had his skill sets, right? But what he made sure was that we knew how to read and conduct business, and et cetera, all the other intangible things that we could learn. Like, the, the, the teaching the piece, he sent us to school for that. The fine-tuning the, the fine of it all, that happened in church, that happened in other little groups that my mom, you know, would get us in about, around different people because my dad was a cussing motherfucker, you hear me? <laughs> my dad didn't give no fucks. He would come to the church and show out. So so a lot of my so, so a lot of the the strain with me and my dad was because he was embarrassing. I can say that now. He was embar- like he would come and embarrass you quick. I'm sitting in the room with me and my partners. <clears throat> I'm like 14. We sitting in the room playing tongue. We gambling in my room. Window open. It's a beautiful day in Florida. I see my shorty come through. I see a, I see a walk by. On the sidewalk And my my partners was like Hey There go your girl Like you don't wanna you, Like you know your daddy finna go in Right right I'm Like shit Better her than me I'm not getting ready To run to the door Cause my daddy Didn't believe chasing pussy mm. And he didn't believe That a little girl Should be chasing the dude So we already got Two strikes against us If she coming up here Bang If right. I run to the door Double bang, bang It won't be me Cause today would be the day Right right <laughs> I'm getting ready To strike off on my dad Right Man, Shorty hit the door and my daddy was like, Yeah. She was like, Oh, hey, Mr. Morrison, I'm here to see Lloyd. Pop say, Don't you know you little girl shouldn't be chasing behind boys? She was like, I'm just out walking. She was like, I just thought I'd going <laughs> by buy a sin That Negro said, Lloyd, your bitch out here. <laughs> wait, wait, how whoa? <laughs> On everything. Wait, how? <laughs>
0: how old were you? I was 14. That's crazy as hell. I was 14. Like, my dad he was, was embarrassing, hard. bro. Now I understand what you mean by he was hard. Okay, so <laughs> so, uh,
2: so now, no, you know what really makes sense to me now? From the original statement, when I first asked, like, <clears throat> the first thing that came out of your mouth was therapy is real. Mm-hmm. Therapy is real. That's the first thing that came out of your mouth.
0: That's some traumatic shit. So <laughs>
2: you've had to pretty much take therapy to, to so, like, w- what were you harboring from all your experiences that you had dealing with him?
1: The embarrassment. The... Like it, he wasn't a beater. wasn't that. My dad killed you mentally. Mm. Like he like he was strong as fuck physically too. Like one day he told me to get off the phone, not you know what I'm saying? i would go in the room and I, we had these long phone cords and I'm all of a sudden, dude, I felt cool air because I had the pillow over my head. <laughs> I felt the cool I felt the last breath of cool air that, that evening for me. I, I was like Phew. He knocked all the shit out you. Negro grabbed me by my throat guy. Had me off the bed, one arm, like didn't I tell you, and then took the phone cord and went to go wrapping it around me. (laughs) Snatched that mug out the wall. Told me to go to bed. Mm. Crazy. So he wasn't real, he wasn't physical, but he but he killed you mentally though. He he cussed you out so bad. And like you, as a kid, like my brother Brian, man, like he showed me the way to rebel. And he was just like he ain't taking it. So it was mm-hmm. like me. He he. It was the three of us. We were the last three at home. And now, I mean, you know, my brothers had done did the gambit. They had been locked up, you know. So my folks had done lost at that point in life too. Like they had done buried several sons, you know, from between murder and just crap. They were very experienced parents. Yeah. So that's so that's not, like many, so it wasn't nothing I was about. gonna do to really gonna surprise them for real. Wow. But my dad was so hard; he was trying to keep us from from that that life because it it was it was a hard life. Like my brothers spent, I got some brothers that spent more time in jail than they've spent free.
2: But see, but see, that's the that's the tricky thing because you you too also spent time in prison.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. So right. so
2: you still ended up in there. So I mean, was his efforts? I mean, did I mean really was it effective?
1: Depends on who you ask. See, I'm a, I'm, I tell people all the time, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not i uh, I'm a, I'm not a complicated individual. I'm just a different individual because <laughs> I had everything that I needed. Right. But what right. I wanted, I was gonna go get that. So, in the in the way I was gonna get it was like I was okay with trying to get a job, but that wasn't gonna get me them Jordans right now, mm. and my folks weren't buying them. They, My my pops was on some pro wings Some some McGregors I mean Some some scrub shit Never heard of no shit (laughs) Yo Or you could get the classic Chucks Right 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 And I ain't want the Chucks Because they were so flat
2: (laughs) (laughs) Them bitches still flat I wanted wanted the the all
1: I wanted the all white All black Dope boy Reeboks I wanted the uh, I wanted the J's. Cause shoot, I was a military dependent. So I was able to go on base and get the J's for sale. i I tell people all the time the reason why Jordan's used to, they ran them up to 100 dollars and $150. Mm. Cause I would go out on base and get them in droves. Cause white folks weren't wearing them on base. Mm. But they were buying them on base. I get them for 70 bucks. I turn around and I go sell them for hundred,
0: 115. Oh, he was the original reseller. Yeah. <laughs> they got that's that shit. It. That's a big, that's big business now. So you so you so you hustling, you know, oh. you're figuring out how to get yeah. money different ways. You, you 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 do some time in prison. When when did you take this mental shift to hey, you know what? I'm gonna handle my responsibilities in a in a, in a more more mature and uh, a, I would say legal, law about Yeah, law so, abiding way. So yeah. if
1: I'm honest about it, if I'm honest about mentoring, like again, I'm telling y'all, like I was groomed into mentoring. Every man on my block had something to do with. Like I had a I had a I had a gentleman Mr. Pringle. Like he was a finance guy. I had a hard working blue collar guy that worked he went from the ditches to commanding the city of Orlando's uh, uh um the road division for plumbing. Like he retired. Like he's Wayne Williams is, is like, he's, he's the quintessential of, 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 you know what I'm saying, of, like, everything that's right mm. in a man, if you will. So when you think, when you talk about what you see right in me, like, I'm telling you, like, it came from somebody. Because someone grew me, and I'm not saying that I didn't have a great father. I had a beautiful, I had an awesome dad. Dig what I'm saying? He was freaking, he was fucking phenomenal. He was just an emotional wreck. Mm. He had nothing. He had he he had no idea how to father in the, in this century. Because everything everything came out and was hard. He didn't know how to. He didn't know how. To, and, and and I shared this with with, with Kier. Um, another that's one it, of my it, another one of my surrogates. Okay. Okay. Like we as men, we got to learn how to be softer. Like real real alpha men. We gotta learn to be softer because even with me, with my girls, like, like sometimes it's rough, and I have to kind of walk it back a little bit. Not
0: because I think they
1: they they cannot handle it, because I tell them like,
0: where that. Well, Coach Mo, listen, listen. That's that's (coughs) see, that's your generation. Mm. Our generation, we already soft. That's how we that's how we get groomed. We get groomed that soft. So my thing is the shit that you're talking about one you talk about having a dad who was present in the home that shit is not happening right two you're talking about a community of of, of men who putting you on game whether they great at finance whether they great at women these different things right that, that shit don't exist for us so my question for you is for those for for now the actual situation these women in single parent households raising men what can they do to get other men more active in their son's lives, like what, what, is it, what is it that these women need to do so the so the first thing we got to do is we got to start looking
1: at ourselves as men, not at the women. You got to ask her, what have you done lately? <laughs> you right? What have you done lately? <laughs> mm. And I teach you and I and we've talked about the only thing I ever want from mm. a young man is to turn around and pay it give it back. How hard is
0: that? Secession. You, that's the, the true testament of leadership, secession.
1: Mm. Go do what I've done for you. If I've done so much, if this has all been great, shit, why wouldn't you want to share it? Why wouldn't you want to start a continuous stream of kindness and of admiration and love and compassion and empathy? In places and in young people, when I talk about places, I'm talking about people that need it, that struggle.
2: It's selfishness, right? That's 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 really the only thing it is. Even when I think about the times that I have, you know, that that I wasn't really given, it was just because I was just focusing on on self so much to, you know, I think to a fault, you know. And, and keep in mind, you know, I do think some it is a a place in a man's life where he does need to be focusing on self and it is other phases where he does need to be given back, but you can be doing, you can do what you can do where you are. And, you know, I agree that most men are not really doing what they can do where they are. We, we got a lot of um the, the leadership, you know, just, uh, just in the, uh, that's a good point because we, we looking at these women, but you're right. When we just look at the men, the leadership in the men have been failing, and thank God. And that's why I say, man, if we can just give an actionable step, what I would say is, please try to get your try to get your boy around other men. Try to get, if a yes. single mom if she can do anything, do as much. Put him around other men as much as you possibly can, because organized sports, I can say, you know, saved me in a lot of ways. I mean, I always had a lot of potential, I had a lot of skill sets, but who would have known, you know, where I would have took that potential.
0: And and I want to give some context to this because, you know, I'm I'm here, you know, throwing out Coach Mo, Coach Mo, Coach Mo. But I want you, Tyshawn, if you could share, you know, what that meant to you, you know, being in that organized sports team and actually how you come to first come into contact with Coach Mo.
2: Man, actually, Coach Mo found me.
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't know that one. <laughs> yeah, Coach that Mo That one found I did not me. know.
2: Yeah, this, yeah. Man, this man was a – first of all, Coach Mo was like a menace in the school. Coach Mo was more like <laughs> – Coach Mo was more like – uh, like, uh, I don't even know what the fuck class Coach Mo taught, to be honest with you. <laughs> All I know is he used to walk around school in this menacing way, right? Where it was it, it, it was in menacing in a loving way. Like, it was like a stern father.
0: Like, what the fuck is you doing?
2: Right? Like, he was the person that, like, if you looked at the glass, like the little square rectangle in the door, that little glass part, his face might be in that shit looking to see if you fucking up in class. Right? <laughs> and he just so happened to enter one of my classes to check on another player. Where he saw me, and he saw me and noticed me because he came to one of the JV basketball games I played at.
0: So you wasn't playing football at this time? I wasn't though. playing football
2: at this time. Okay, I had it. a traumatic football experience in eighth grade. <laughs> I got my ass busted in tryouts, and basketball career began, Right. So, I don't want
0: to play no more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hit myself no, with that know. one. No, you
0: better hit that. Better, no, better hit that. She better. Smoking on pooping that's not, that's
2: not the right one. Bro. Hey. You better hit the right one. Bro. Hey, right? Look, Ryan, I'm not gay no
0: more. I am delivered. <laughs> so, Coach Mo changed your lives.
2: <laughs> so, what happened was he pulled, he pull, he pulled me out the classroom and talked to me. He told me about football. Told me I need to come out there and start practicing. And that's what I did. And, you know, me being out there, see, the, the important thing about organized sports is you, are, you understand a few things. One, you understand, you know, pecking order, yeah. right? It's really important.
0: Because men are ranked. People don't want to believe that shit. But every, no man is the same. is always a better man.
2: And see, that's the thing. And that's what, mm. that's what men are doing. Men are ranking each other. Right. And I mean, we got first string. Yep.
0: Second. We
2: got second string. It's ranking. You go to the military. The people water water are ranked. Yep. You, you rising through the ranks. That, that's how men work. And that, that's how we look. And, we, and it's important for a man to have that because they need a system and a structure. And if they don't, if you don't provide them that, they'll find that shit in a dark world via the gang world. Mm-hmm. Men want structures so bad. They'll find that shit even in the underworld. And thank God, organized sports found me first. And that was where I started to get some of that the, 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 uh, the foundational structure that a man needs to be able to provide leadership, learn leadership skills, put himself, push himself in areas that he's never been pushed before. You find a new edge in these different ways because now, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm doing things, saying things and in different places that I would have never been and also, I'm now having, under, I'm having new mentorship and being exposed to new leadership, you know. And the truth is, too, you know, the leadership is finite, right? Mm-hmm. The coaches only have a specific bandwidth.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, this they, gotta, is a, they got a bunch of, bunch of young men they got to coach and, and take care of. They got a
2: bunch and, and, a, and, a, and a, even more young men that need it because everybody needs it at, at their fullest capacity, but they can't give it. And see, the thing about it is, you know, the, the thing the players see – you know where the investments are being made because the investments are typically like, like you said, you putting your energy and your eggs where people are ready to receive it at its highest and best. Mm-hmm. And you know, as a young man, what I was, my goal was just to position myself as somebody who was young, hungry, who wanted to prove that he was worthy of mentorship and worthy of the time and investment because it's levels to mentorship. I mean, this man brought me into his home. You know, yeah. he brought me around his girls, right? Yeah. He brought me into his family. And, you know, everybody didn't get that layer, that level of access. And you really got to show your worth and prove that you, you know, and, and this is in all areas. Every man, no matter what group you in, you have to prove that you're worthy of this kind of mentorship. And, you know, that, that was a big part of what I learned from organized sports. So going back to circling back to Ryan's original question, you know, it's it's important uh, if for my single women out there, like, get your, get get your guys around. Exactly, <clears throat> but get but you your, get, get be, them around that pecking order.
1: You got to be specific, though. Okay. See, see, I'm digging see that. I ain't. I'm. I'm so not trying to preach, but this here's the thing. Preach. When you you talk about just getting them around, no, you got to be specific. You got to get your young man, your young men, your young sons around men that you see, that you desire for your kid to have those same traits. I know because because it's, it's one thing it's one thing it's just like women be oh god send me a husband say what well, god he gonna give you what you asked for <laughs> but see then when you get a husband and he ain't six foot three whatever 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 then you're be like ah oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't I do don't wanna that. I don't wanna marry a short guy <laughs> you know like <laughs> you gotta be specific so as we advising or if as we're speaking on it you know what I'm saying like Put it put your son around like-minded men that you that you see some traits or what you see in them, that's what you want your son to be.
0: You gotta do that, man, because I didn't have that shit growing up. Like, you know, my mom raised me and my sister, you know, alone for the most part. And um I I found myself because this this is what I found. I found that, you know, typically in my experience, this, you know, my friends and, and so I'm speaking from experience, if you weren't if you grew up in a single Parent household you know a a mother Raising you Mm -hmm. and you weren't Involved in organized sports You were one of two people you were either Extremely disobedient Mm -hmm. like you Were like rough as fuck Mm -hmm. You like fighting people all the time you start Commotion all the time you always get into some Shit or you Were just really disengaged like You didn't do much in school you Didn't really talk much because you Learned pretty much to just be docile Mm -hmm. And hey I'm not gonna start No shit so you either was a Shit starter or you just didn't do shit, you know, and I, that was my experience. And my, my thing is, you know, I feel like if I would have had sports in my life, I would have at least at minimum been able to been around some men that could point me in the right direction.
1: I, 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 I can assure you this. Sports will save your life. As a young man, look, sports gives you everything you said. It gives you the organization. It gives you the structure when it's done correctly. So now here's the other thing. Like, man, I know there's some parents out there, some, some, some guardians out there that, that have involved their kid in some, pro, in some programs, and the program was crap over. I get it. You got to keep searching, though, because every no program is going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? But you got to, again, you got to do the research. It is incumbent upon us as guardians, as parents, as people that bring these kids into this world. It is our job to put them in the greatest position for them to be successful. That's one of our roles. It's to feed them and all that great stuff, but it's to guide them until they can consciously make decisions for themselves and be accountable. Your your boy that killed the people and the babies in Michigan.
0: Mm. Out of control. Like it, it, it,
1: we ain't even talking. I'm talking about the little high school kid. Oh, in yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, okay. Because that was okay. Yeah.
1: Listen, I they, they, hey, they I don't them. know. All I'm telling you is is, is 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 granted. I think they trying them as an adult and all that's great. Because I'm telling you, yeah,
0: You got the weapon. From yeah, the at, thir-
1: at 13, I'm popping guns and I'm telling you, I know right from wrong. Like I grew up in a household where you were taught weaponry. Yeah, you wrong. And you know you wrong. That's crazy. Bang his ass. And I, I know a lot of people. You know, later on down in my political career, they may want to you know charge me up for it. <laughs> All I'm telling you is, is I was I was a horrible individual. During my era, like if you was on International Drive, Yeah I was probably snatching your your, your little your little fanny pack because you had the American Express cashier's checks. Mm. That's what we was at. You had the cash. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. like, oh, yeah, I would slap you down back in the day. I was going to get that bag, as y'all would say.
2: So let me ask you this, too, because that's a, that's an interesting transition because, by the way, what year was, how old were you when you got married?
1: I was, uh, that was year 2000, man. I was uh, 25. You was 25 years old. Would you still, you were still on your gangster shit at 25? I was still stupid as hell. Nah, I wouldn't have got married if that's the question you finna ask me. And the cool thing it, <laughs> the, cool, the, the crazy part of it is is that the wife he told me she was like, "Hey, look, just because we got a little you know we, we were pregnant with my first daughter. Um, and I already had a kid outside of wedlock, and I, I didn't want to do it. you know what I'm saying? I was listen. Oh, what do you mean, Whoa, wait, hold on, slow down, slow down, slow down. So let me, let me just give context to the people so they can <laughs>
2: catch up. First of all, he just stated that he would not have been married before 30 years old if he can go back and make the choice. But second, you said you had already had a kid outside of wedlock. So wait.
1: I had a college kid. You had a kid kid in in college. college? Yeah.
2: Okay, got it. So you had a kid while you was in college, and now you're 25 years old. You're getting serious here.
1: Oh, been serious? Like, shoot, so serious. Like, when I graduated from college, I took a coaching job in Nebraska. I was out there like six months. She graduates. I drives to about Austin. Snatches her up, like her focus is put on us. Like, yeah, she go, she gonna move to Nebraska with me. She gonna she going probably look into graduate school. Like, Damn. but she moving with me. I love my in laws, man. They was cool <laughs> as fans, right? So, boom, I. Snatched nowadays
2: up. we gonna tell you, you had your cape on. Nowadays we going we gonna say yeah. You, had he you had saving it. her? He was saving <laughs> her. Oh, he went to the house so, with the cape on.
1: So so like that's how you view it, right? When the reality of it is, that she was saving me. And I don't mean it in the Captain Sablehole method, you know, mindset. I'm saying it in that I was still an ignorant-ass dude. Like, so ignorant. Like, so I, I got a bona fide career. Like, these white folks, I, I landed this job on a plane. I got a, I got a career. But my best dude called me, and he was like, "Bruh," he was like, I, I know you got your situation. He was like, but I need you to fly into town. Make a move with me because I don't, I don't you know, He don't fuck with nobody. Stupid. Let me get this plane ticket. Told told my girlfriend, my wife now, but my girlfriend now I was like, hey, look, I, I'm going shoot to shoot to the crib for a minute. Take care of something. I'll be back being vague. Mm-hmm. Boom, shot, shot on to the crib. I almost got banged
0: up. I almost got killed. Mm. And you got a whole pretty much family, got a and, whole situation, and career going on, and you you oh, pretty much risk it all. When I when
1: I came out of that situation, I told my dog I was like, dog, like don't call me no more. Not like this. Like we gotta evolve. And I'm talking about I'm talking about a dude. I'm talking about a dude that's few hours shy at the time of his NBA. Oh, he was still trying to make plays. So here's the thing, like shit. If you got any real if if that's what you know, because I I'll tell I'll tell you right now, if life get too bad, I know how to get that bread.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck my money, yeah. Uh. And that's all nice I'm saying. Like re- it, and,
1: and it might not like the dope game so new right now, I probably wouldn't fuck with it.
2: Right, right. And <laughs> get snitched on first day. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, <former> Won't <laughs> well, well, get the snitch on me. <laughs> But I got other skill sets, you know what i'm saying so so everything I try to do, man, I just try to I try and keep that thing in line because i am I'm, I'm no different than anybody else. I'm one paycheck away, well, I'm a few more more than one paychecks away from being you know what I'm saying if, if the well if the well tap out right now, you know what I'm saying, but also I'm not exempt from getting getting back to it. How have I got to get it?
0: That's a marathon man and and when I think about when I think about you. It's crazy to remind me. So yesterday, I'm chilling with one of my boys, and he just had his second baby. Mm -hmm. And then we over there chilling. He's got a baby that's getting ready to turn two. And, uh, man, this baby, he was crunk, Asher. He was crunk, man. He was in there with his moms. He turned it up with his little brother, you know, just screaming, you know, jumping around. Mm -hmm. And um, I had, you know, not seen him in a a long time since he, you know, pretty much running around and stuff. So he came out. As soon as he came out, he just got real quiet. I mean, he you, sh- it was completely different. And I looked at my homeboy. I said, "Man, I said, I said, what's up with him? I said, you know, why are he not jumping around? You know what? Where's where's energy at?" He was, oh, he's gonna be good. He, he around men, and I, I was kind of confused about what that meant. And when I started observing this 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 young man, you know what it was? Us. He was just he, he wanted to shut up and just watch us. It was like this. This natural bunch. Yeah, deference. So when I'm when I'm with you. I feel the same way. I feel like that little kid. He's like, I just want to chill and observe. Just listen. Hey, just listen.
1: Just listen. And, and it's, it's, um, man, that's, that's how I grew up. Though. Like, <sighs> man, I, I watch men do it all right. I watch men do it all wrong. I watch men do it all wrong and get it right. And all you got to do is just open your, open again, you got to be open to receiving it. Like, people want to po- put, listen, 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 there is no such thing as a good man. It's just bad men trying to do good. <laughs> I like that one. You feel what I'm saying? That's a high then, one right there. And then, and then when, when those men are trying to do good, you got to be on your good man shit to receive the good. But And everybody get that. Some of us, it take a little longer some of us it take a little longer in certain areas because although I might be solid over here I might be lacking over here and that's because we are in perfect ashlars we are not perfect the grand creator is constantly molding us and shaping us into the pattern in which he desires for us to be now see we got our own twist to it we want to do our own thing but it will always give way to his will but mm. Masi. I wanna do this too, man. Y'all, cause Ty, you know, man, like we could do this all day. I w I I wanna y'all. I wanna make sure, like, whatever questions you have, like I wanna make sure I give it to you. Okay, so make sure. We
0: good, we got okay. oh, we're we okay. forty
2: minutes in. We got listen, we is gonna go. Hours, so I got another twenty. So you know well, what first look, watch this It might go a little this. bit
0: longer because cause I wanna get into these because No, he, we he gotta saw, go. I um, yeah. gotta
2: go here. Because yeah, that's yeah. what the matter of fact, that's what the rest we talking about, this shit, because we, we kinda started sliding into it. Cause you got married at twenty five years old. I did. And first off, here's what I really – because here's just some things that I'm personally struggling with. Because is it truly – is it truly possible for a man – to even be, you know, faithful to one woman wow. for life for life, especially as he gets engaged at 25 years old. Is that something that we should realistically plan
1: or should we be changing these conversations that we have with these women? Ah, uh, so when you're talking about realistically, I mean your reality is different than Ryan's and Ryan's That's is true. different than mine. Very so I say to you like when we're talking about reality shit, what's your reality? But if you're looking at statistics and all of the other jargon, like, yeah, I can give you my personal opinion, but I can tell you what I, what I can through, through through information that I've gleaned from the relationships of young people like yourselves, young people that are doing way worse. I mean, just the gambit, like people all over you, the world. My, 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 my bandwidth, my reach is, 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 is vast, I'm pleased to say. That I, I I'm tapping into a few types of, uh, in in modalities of people anyway. Um, listen, man, you're 25. If you're doing this right, you're just getting into your money, and your money ain't really really money. It's it just, ain't long money. It's just money. It's yeah. just your money. It's more money than you had the last four years <laughs> of your life, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then and 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 we've talked about when your money change. Your pussy, your pussy, your pussy clash a change. It does. it does. It does. The so options just go. The up. options go up. It does. And then in this is society we're in right now, like the women fucking down because they got to. The options. Mm-hmm. This is tricky. Listen, man. Like when these women get older, then they they want a different motor. So, like, see, women women go back to being like they were sixteen and fucking like rabbits when they get to a certain age. But we'll put a pin in that, right? So, here's what I'm saying. The reality of it is, is that most times men ain't ready. Men are not ready for marriage at 25 because, like I said, you're just starting to make your money, and if you've been making money, cool. But here's the other thing. We're still immature. Our brains don't really start to stop developing until we're 27. Mm-hmm. And it's just it, 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 the, the data shows that men are behind women on a continual basis, at least until they're 35. We're talking about cognitively. And then when we talk about cognitively, where are we talking about relationships? We're talking about theoretical things that are that are evolved in our minds that is courses through our soul that we want to bring to a reality. And when we there, like, like men ain't there yet. So I'm not saying that you that this man couldn't be and this man couldn't be. Yeah, that's an individual thing, of course. I think we can agree on that. But as a mass, nah. There's some anomalies out see there, the, but not many. That,
2: and, and that's what I like talking about. Like, if we were, like, you know, when you're talking about people who have to make decisions at scale, like kings, queens, politicians, and people who are looking at an entire mass of people, they're not talking about the outliers and the great mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the mass of people, and we're making these rules for the mass of people. That's, that is where I talk about, too, and I defend men not getting married before 30, because just on a mass level... We are not ready. We are not ready. Not the outliers, right? Not the one or two guys who are absolutely exceptional, have been studying the game, had good dual-parent households, have been reading books, have none, been, got their right. None of they, that has anything bread, right? to do with it, Ty. Those are the outliers.
1: Uh, the, the outliers, but I'm, you threw out some things, too. Dual-parent, man. So, I, like, all of that, right? The, the, the reality of it is, is that's a personal choice. Yeah, it's true. You choose... You you choose to go ask this chick to marry you, preferably and hopefully you did it with some thought and you haven't entered into it lightly, you know what I'm saying? And even when you do that, here's the, here's the kicker. Nobody can tell you what your marriage is going to be like. Nobody could have told me that there was going to be infidelity. Nobody could have told me that there was going to be bankruptcy. Nobody could have told me that there was going to be, you know, Unwanted pregnancies. Nobody could have told me that there's going to be X, Y, and Z. There's no blueprint to that shit. And you got to be real mature to, enter, to go into that and to say, no matter what, here the hell of hot water like I'm sticking. That'll crazy. <laughs> that At 25, when you got the rest of your life ahead of you, like you can go make your own money. You right. can like now you're talking about commingling life, you're talking about commingling bills. That's a lot. Marriage is a lot. It, it, and this is the thing. We gotta, we gotta have those conversations with young people and help them to understand. I'm not saying that I'm 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 pro-marriage. Like go get that. He or she makes you feel the way that you need to feel at that moment and, and takes you there It can drive you, it can help you grow. And we talk about being equally yoked. Look, man, he could be broke right now, but he could be that dude tomorrow. Mm I ain't saying get married and invest in the potential. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't saying that. I'm just saying why not live together for a few years
0: so you can really see if that potential is going to turn into some kinetic energy. Man, we can talk about, like, all of the shit you just mentioned, whole episodes on Uh
2: and, you know, yeah. ch- check this out, though, because, you know, I think at a, also when a man is making decisions in different parts of his life, I think his vision and like what he can structure is also different. Because let me ask you this, mm. uh, because right now, you know, you you, you're, you got a Christian background. And I think Christian, uh, you know, you're the Christian background of monogamy, I think, is just like a package deal. Right. That just kind of
1: comes. Wait, together. wait, you're going to put you're going to put Christianity, Christianity with. Monogamy. Monogamy. Absolutely. It's a package deal. Oh, we, we, wait, wait. Now, well, hold, oh, now, now, oh, now, opposing now, now, hold on.
2: Hold on. L- 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 let's come back to that if you disagree with that. But h- yeah, here's here's yeah. the real question I want you to, I want to ask you. Because if I could put you right, right now, by the way, how old are you, Pop? I'm 46. You're 46 years old. <laughs> they say a man around that, you know, his mid-40s on his prime at that point. Right, he's in this he's in his sexual prom. He's he's probably making more money than he ever has, right? Uh, he probably, you know, is is at his peak of looking good. When you hit forty six, you start going shit, down. No, 46 good. <laughs> forty
1: six hey, you're hey, he goes not hey, hey, looking <laughs> It's the last dance. Hey, hey baby.
2: <laughs> but check it out though. But check it out. If you now was if I could put you in a single situation where you were single with no kids. At forty six? At forty six. Wow yeah just, just, just put yourself in that situation real
0: quick so it's a hypothetical situation
2: hypothetical but just be that real quick yeah would you have structured your relationship the same in the monogamous way or would you have put something a little bit um uh, put something together a little bit more differently
0: and you was that's a big assumption because you are assuming he didn't restructure a relationship
1: well I mean it's all hypothetical but to, to give you to give you an answer like based on the 46 year old me no kids yes would I be what? would you put together
2: a traditional
1: monogamous relationship
2: uh. or would you put something together a little bit more untraditional?
1: That's a good question. Like, so I'll tell you this, like, to, to when you look at monogamy, you know what I'm saying? Again, we're talking about a personal choice. So, like, when people choose to be monogam- monogamous, when they really commit to it, like, they done had, they feel or whatever they done had, they feel of. And it comes back to choice. So, as a 46-year-old me, yeah. Because you get out here, man, and you, you rip and run a little bit. Like, it gets tiresome. It's one thing that, you know what I'm saying, it's one thing to make the, the slate of mayonnaise out of that motherfucker and be like, yeah, I did that. But well, You really ain't did nothing. You're, just a temp- you're in a temporary moment. But then you, as, you, as, you, as, you, as you burst, you know what I'm saying, now you're sitting and you're like, damn, man, I'm, I need to go home. Or I wish to
0: believe. <laughs> right, right. As soon as we done. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Cause what, cause what you what you doing later? Yeah. Yeah. But then but
1: then you get on the phone as soon as you cleaned up and you call the one that you really want to kind of cuddle with.
2: But see, but see, so is but see, is that thing. true?
1: But see, is that true?
2: Because we I mean, mistresses are a thing, right? And there's some women who can provide not just a temporary like like I, and this is this is a I know multiple men, right? that have these long-term situations. They don't always have to be short-term and they are getting these different energies from these different women. Mm -hmm. And both of these women are feeding them and also getting fed. It's it's a level of reciprocity taking place in this Mm -hmm. relationship, right? May not be full disclosure going down, Mm -hmm. right? But it is a level of reciprocity and health going on, uh, you know, and, and, and good health going on in the relationship. If you were to ask both women what their, you know, their views of, you know, the relationship themselves, so, you know, with that being the case, do you I mean, do you still think that, that 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 wouldn't even be an option or something you would realistically entertain?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be something I can entertain. You, you, as a as a man, as a as a as a man, as a mind, <laughs> mind. you feel me? Like you know, if you got if you got it to go like that, like that's that's a, that's very intriguing, right? It is but it's also tiresome. Now we, now we, now we kind of roll into something y'all have talked about when we're talking about polygamy. Mm-hmm. Because, it, like, it's a lot to deal with multiple women. It's a lot emotionally. It's a lot physically. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time, like, every time you have sex with a purpose, you add a year to your life. Every time you have sex without a purpose, meaning you just you just you y'all at the club, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you you, you don't been together before, but you you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just finna beat this spot. <laughs> I'm you coming up on my last years, days. When <laughs> you have sex like that, you Hey, you're Ryan go
2: tomorrow, goddamn it. Yeah, really.
1: <laughs> you look yeah, Like listen to me. So I'm to bring it to you. I'm i going to bring it to you. I'll tell you every time you sit with me, I'm going to try and teach you something new. So look. The Collision that you have with a woman when you just mashing the gas. Just it, you put it into perspective when you take distance and time and all that other, you know, physiological type that that, 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 that good stuff. Y'all know. Mm-hmm. That's like having a car, uh, having having an accident, having being bumped in, around in a car accident every time you collide with that woman. That reduces your lifespan by three. Years. By three years. Because it's a traumatic experience for your body. One, and then two, all of that energy—that's a lot. Like think about when you with her, and you in that mode, like you're giving her every frustration from your. Per- oh my goodness! You're giving her every angle, every angle of anger that you possess. You get, like your spirit. You're giving her that not only physically in the collision, but also from your soul.
0: That's why you tapped out at the end. That's why,
1: as well, soon as you done, well, you're like, uh, oh. "Well, here's oh. the thing. Here's the thing. You've taken <laughs> you've taken a centrifugal force from the top of your head to the sole of your feet, and it's compressed in this one moment. All of that, all of that energy, all of that, all of the the the, 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 the hormones and anything else you can." You compress it all in one space and it shoots out of the smallest motherfucking pipe you can have. And I ain't talking about your pole in itself. I'm talking about just your urethra gland. That shit is, comes with centrifugal force. Wow. And that's exhausting, wow. mentally, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, shit. And if you pay for it financially.
0: And if you and if you Kim can
1: if you Kim can that bullshit, now you socially
0: fucked up because you out there now. It took everything from you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so it's that's that's a rough that's a rough place to be. So when you get uh, when you get old and you've had enough of that, like yeah, you 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 think about it a little differently. You want to lay down. You want to sit down. You don't want to it's like the old bull, young bull. You don't want to run down the hill no more. You want to just slow stroll it. But see, this, this is this my problem though. <laughs> when I talk to the OGs, I just don't see this
2: shit stopping. Like cuz this this is the problem. Pop, let me ask no, you he, this. Let me he, let me he, ask you this right, right now. He never said it stopped.
0: He never, never said, it said it stopped. So, so I never did. And that's
2: what I want to ask you and you just pretty much said it. Man, I that urge, it's it's, it's in you till we till we hit the, till we hit the
1: the grave. Listen to me. So, I'm talking to a young man the other day. And uh he got issues, just like whenever he go out, it's like if he breathe like it's it's and, and and this here's the here's the horrible thing, gentlemen, in our black community, if you just line up men versus women, take don't even worry about disaggregating who's homosexual or not, just say man versus woman, women outnumber us, still
0: so many of them.
1: Now, when you start adding all the other additives in, the homosexuality, incarceration, y- you know, finance, just finance. The, the mental. Mm-hmm. You know, like you start taking them away, and then you look at your, you look at your one out of 32, because that's what it rises up being. Like, one out of 32 to one out of 35 in the black community, viable.
0: Mm. It ain't many of us.
1: It's not. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, this young man is telling me, like, he really don't go into it to be to be sexually in, engaged, but he go into it having the conversations and all of that, you know. So you now we talking about what what does your girl to consider to be infidelity? Is it conversation? Is it penetration? Is it ejaculation? You know what I'm saying? What is
0: it? <laughs> I fucked so, up, but I didn't know the, that. The, <laughs> see, <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: I've been I. I <sighs> Listen, man. (laughs) (laughs) That one struck home. He almost put it on the line just now. Nah, it ain't even about, like, yo, bro, so, like, I was in college, and it was a chick was like, hey, as long as you can hit me anywhere, just can't hit me in the vagina. But she's still a virgin. Mm. Yeah, people they make their own rules to this shit. That's this what shit, they do. They make that, their own rules. That, that, so I, they, I know ooh. you. So
2: I know you hit every other fucking possibility. <laughs> I, wouldn't even,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even messing <laughs> with it though. I wouldn't even. <laughs> I was just like, it was like that was weird. That's on, that is that weird. Was weird. That was weird. That was
2: weird. And you, the guy for the weird job. I I'm,
0: good, I'm good with the weird, <laughs>
1: right? But I knew me. I was going. I couldn't. Like what? See, cause see, now we don't roll into, cause quite honestly, man, like I'm, I ain't, listen, I've never taken any pussy in my life, period I've coerced a lot of pussy though
0: <laughs> I did not have sex with that <laughs> woman
1: <I didn't. laughs> Nah, man, like, on real, I'm just, and I'm just saying it, like back in the day though, like a lot of chicks would start out with like, no, 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 right? But no meant no and usually, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm speaking about our era, not not about anything that I did, but I'm saying that, like, it, it wasn't that era at the time because it usually started out with, like, no, then the pole hit and emotions get going and then you both in there. But in our society today, that's still rape, right? It is. Mm-hmm. So um, it's our times have evolved and times have changed and things have changed. So I'm going back to what I'm saying. Like, it's a shortage of young eligible black men particularly and then you gotta think about those of us that are
0: servicing other nationalities like hey if you like women you like women First so off, you, let me tell you mm, i love the way you said that i am servicing all of the most <laughs> exotic women globally <laughs> hit me up right now <laughs> but it's
1: no, that's true that's why women hate that's
2: why that's why women really truly hate to see it you know, because they know, like they know the numbers are already short sure, yeah, yeah. And you have like they look at it as betrayal. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, a, it's a societal
0: thing. Well, let's let's talk about that because I know you kind, you lightly mentioned infidelity, bankruptcy, these types of things that you experienced during your you know your union. And I'm very curious, you know, because I know we're running out of time, but I want to find this out. What does a man do if he gets caught cheating? And I'm, and I'm gonna say cheating.
1: Oh no, nah, it's it's either cheating or not or cheating. Okay. Because it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Like, look, when I believe that women look at cheating, as like, this is no sin is greater than any other. So if mm. you're cheating, you're cheating. You're right. You dig? I'm a firm believer of this, though. If you lose a motherfucker mind, shit, you're in trouble. Because, because everything starts in the mind. Like people be talking about the heart and that's cool about the heart. But if you can grasp an individual's mind, you can rip their soul from out of them. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm saying it because the soul is stubborn. Mm-hmm. But when they get your mind, everything else will follow. Like dudes be worrying about they woman fucking ch- another dude or chick. Like, fuck that. You need to be worried about if the nigga's fucking her mind. Right. Because if he fucking her mind, he going to fuck her not just once, but he's going to be all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's going to be <laughs> on his program. On his program. That's what the program should be on. And
1: Exactly. Now you wondering why your pussy your pussy runs is diminished because mm. you lost a mind when you lose when when you lose your mate's mind I'm talking about man or woman because that shit is universal when you lose a person's mind when you lose them mentally it's a wrap it is a wrap and that's what we so do do I mean she she fuck he was the first one she fucked. <laughs> <laughs> if you die today Will you be the last one she fuck Nah So why are we worrying About this physical attribute And see what women do Women use that Against us as mm-hmm. men Because they know Oh if I tell If I suck another nigga dick Or I fuck another nigga Hey Try to ruin them With that shit Because we allow them To ruin us with it Because we're so tangible We're so We're so fucked up we're In so the physical, physical. We're so yeah, physical. We so physical Yeah We so physical We physical with our cars We physical uh, All that shit We physical with when a woman will tell you quick, I'll fuck with you while you the brokest nigga if you show me the plan to get the money.
0: The vision. The vision. Mm.
1: Dudes be, she fine right now. I want the right now. But he ain't looking at what that right now is going to look down the line.
0: And don't talk about it. Don't don't set it up. It's just, they just kind of increase control. Now
1: we're talking about men being men and leading. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To 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 everything you were saying, though, like, to, to get married at 25 years old, bro, I, I think you still, look, you got to know you first. If you, if you as an individual don't love you first and love you best, how in the hell you going to know how to love somebody else? And you ain't really doing that at 25. Young man I was talking to, like, he just like, he just like to talk, really, he ain't really hitting them. Mm. But you still trying to do you. You still trying to figure... My mom told me one of the greatest things. She told me the only way to know what you want in a woman is to date
0: at least 100. Damn. She didn't say fuck. She said date. She you said 100. 100. That's a hell of a metric. See, when a, when a woman has a man in her life, she can drop some serious game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause we, just talk, we just had Phil on um, not too long ago. And mm-hmm. uh, he was saying the game. You know, His mom gave him a list. And saying, hey, if, the, if your woman don't fit seven out of ten of these things, she's on. On. dead on.
1: My mom was just like, you got to know, you got to know. Look, the only way to know what you want is to go out there and experience a plethora of entities in order to determine what you like. You like thick, you like tall, you like small, you like a smile, you like makeup, no makeup. You like, we, man, shit, do you like a universe woman that can do it all? What do you need? These guys they they And do when not. we ain't even t- we just talking that was just physical attributes. We ain't right. even talking about do you do you need a woman that can that can cook? Do you need a woman that can that can mentally have engaging conversation with you about your business? Do you need a woman with drive? Do you have to go out and entertain these women so that you can know what you want in one woman?
0: These guys, they, they're not doing that. They're not, you know, they're not on the edge where they're exploring and checking out these different women and, and making these evaluations. They just kind of blob, man. they just kind of cooling it.
1: And we, you, you don't know if you're, like, old. You don't know if you're, like, younger.
2: And we, we say that on the show. We say, like, you, you're supposed to date to gather data.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. you date live with her to gather data. Live with her because you look. Oh, see now,
2: see now. Here's the thing, Pop. I don't, I don't know. Now, now this just live with okay, okay. her like, shit, shit.
1: Okay, okay, okay. That shit. he's just, hey,
2: he, hey, he hey, just hey, throwing yeah. that shit out. Like it's some casual shit I'm now. Just, hey,
0: that hey, I I so,
2: live man. with her shit. Yeah. I, listen, I don't know, fellas. Don't just start just calling your girls and telling her, "Hey, babe, I'm ready."
0: No, 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 that is not what I'm saying. A
1: lot of them moving in with the chicks. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, is if you have any desire, if you look, I got daughters. So when I, the shit I speak to, to men, that'd be real shit. Cause it's the same shit I speak to my daughters. So I think you need to live with an individual dog before you jump. Look, at I me, mean, you're talking about getting a home. You're talking about first off, getting married Possibly chasing the American dream, purchasing a home with an individual that you don't fucking know. Exactly. That's
0: like going into business with a motherfucker you just met over dinner. A lot of cats do that, too, cause, and they haven't seen these women. You know what I mean? They go on dates with these women, but they haven't seen these women, you know, when they down, when they grieving, when, yeah. when, when, when they being very successful. How do they lash they-
1: out? How do they get retribution? Right, retribution. You ain't seen a family. You ain't see, right. What a mama look like? Right. What a mama look like? What what what, all, what the family look because like? Listen, the family structure. So look like, so right. listen on real on real. So so we you know I'm so saying we had the conversation like you yeah like you gotta have man that's information. That information, that lack of information is what creates the, the destruction of our community, uh, of our married community as a culture. No, it's lack of information. And dudes be doing it. They be lying about their dead. They, like, I got partners, you know, people be like, he ain't got no money. Mother- what the fuck you mean he ain't got no money? Mother- motherfucker going to work? Right. Exactly. Y'all live in the house together. <laughs> so he got some shit you don't know about. I don't understand that. People, but it's also, too, about how you run your situation. Because if, you, if you're if trying to grow something, then that's one thing. But if you're just trying to, you know what I'm saying, be in something for the, right now, then yeah, it don't require no commitment. But that's a key word, too. We're talking about commitment. Mm. That shit is huge. Because when you decide you want to get married you saying you're going before God, you're saying you're going before the people in front of you, whatever your situation is, you know what I'm saying, that you're going to be committed to the institution of marriage. Not so much to that individual, but to the institution of marriage. I
2: know where Cedric got that shit from. He <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs>
1: what I'm saying, well, you know, I mean, you got it too. You just... This on, guy right on here. Some other shit. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> so so yeah, he, he on the same shit, but he's 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 really processing it. And that's always who he's been. Like sometimes he can overprocess, but he processes information so so delicately. You know what I'm saying? But but the, the thing I love about him is that he's learned how to process. He's learned how to I, I heard you talk about the 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 what, the get, the get, the gaff, uh, oh, it gaff. It, it gaff, it gaff, it, muscle, it yeah, gaff, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's learned, he's learned that, because yeah. he's putting, he's put others before him for so long, so I'm not, so like, when he move, I don't be surprised, and I'm not even, I don't, I don't even be worried, I know he'll come back to it, but right now, he's just trying to, he's really got, he's in a position, and he's in a place where he can think and do for him, and solely him. And when you get when you're there, that's a selfish place to be. And that's not so much of a bad thing. It's only a bad thing when you know, when you when you act like you don't know, or when you don't know that you're selfish. He and I'm not no, that I know. T- you're I selfish. Know. You're selfish as fuck. I know. Yeah,
0: he, he but is. See, he but see, but it's, <laughs>
1: it's good that he recognizes that. So he don't send nobody on a wild goose chase. One of the greatest things we can do is lie to an individual.
0: And and, that, and that's when you take, especially with a, we take, with a woman, we take the choice, take the choice away. Yeah. yeah, let
1: her choose. Maybe she, maybe she like that.
0: Right, never take that away from a woman.
2: Hey, right. fellas, 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 listen. My cameraman back here saying, look, y'all need, We need to wrap. We he, already went ten minutes over.
0: pacing and shit. We done went ten
2: minutes over. So listen, hey. I gotta wrap this one up here, man. I got to, man is good. Let me let me tell you, we probably gonna fucking be. It's a whole nother podcast that's gonna happen after the podcast. Cause we just
0: got warmed up, man. It's like a lot of those things um, that we kind of briefly touched on. I really want to go deeper into those things because the way you've got your your family structures, what I hear about all the time from Tyshawn, that's what I want to talk about next time we get you on the show. And see hey, that's man. and
2: that's and this is the beautiful thing, fellas. These are the conversations, and and blessed to say, these are the conversations that I've been blessed to have. You know, growing up, and I think these are the conversations that, you know, young men are not privileged to, to have and that we're missing, you know, in, in, you know, our community. And that's that's the reason for the platform. We just
0: you know? ushers. We just, yeah. hey, hey, welcome. We just, we just bring you. We just it introduce is. you to the conversation. Just introduce be a you to the conversation.
1: Just be a servant.
0: That's all. Just be a servant,
2: man. So le- let, me, let me ask you, because I, I don't even know. I, let me tell you, the, the powerful thing about this online portal, because that's what that's what the internet is. It is a portal, and we will touch people. <laughs> and people ha- will be touched, and they're going to want to know how to touch you back. So I don't know. I, listen, I know you're not a social. This is not the guy with the followers and all that shit. So I don't know what he's going to say when I say, how do the people get in touch with you?
1: Shit, look, if you call me, it better be for service. It should be for service and it needs to be about service. Now Ty know that I am not um I'm really a private individual. So Very yeah, private. you know, I don't even do that. I mean I got a IG um Probably don't and, even know and, the and damn handle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I do I know I know it's Lloyd Morrison seventeen. Okay. Um, but uh Facebook is out there, you know what I'm saying? But I'm private. Look, if you really wanna fuck with me, hit my line. Like that's just who I am, you know what I'm saying? Like I got time for everybody. Just don't come to me with no bullshit. 904-4-1-2. No, no, no,
0: no, do not do that. Do not I don't do this. Okay. Uh, so do look, it. if right. look, I'ma be
1: real clear. I'ma be real clear. You ain't calling me talking about dollars and cents. I don't even have time. Okay. And that's real time. Like, I don't have time. Drop 904-412-9947. And there hey. your motherfucking have it right here. The first guest. To put their personal cell phone out for y'all to get in contact. Hey, too. I will not. Hey, I you call me with the fuck shit if you want to. I find you. Hey,
2: you, <laughs> you hoes stay out of his goddamn. <laughs> mo- you stay off that line, you hoes. He's married. If any right. of them
1: hoes call you, you make sure. I see. So, so pretty. here we go. <laughs> now, now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. Why, why, why do as men we feel like we got to be? I know you bullshitting because I'm bullshitting with this comment. But I'm to say, <laughs> Why we? Why, why? Why we, we gotta call hoes? Why we feel? Why we feel like? Um, you know, why we feel like we gotta be the gatekeepers of everybody else's relationship? What you mean, man? Hoes can call me if they want. To call me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just hey. Then we have hey, it. I, I told you. Like I told you, if a hoe call me though, I ain't, ain't pimping. Ain't dead. Niggas just scared. I'm gonna put that ass on the track. Feel me?
2: Put him on the track with it. Hey, look. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Harley Initiated. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us hit this. Help us hit this. Thousand subscriber goal. Other I, than that, we are out.
0: Hey, great episode.